Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You haven't lived until you spill an entire bottle of kombucha in your car. In other news, I love my power washer. I wore what I thought was a cool jumpsuit, but I got a Devo comment. So for the rest of the day, Whip It was running through my head, which is a cool song, don't get me wrong, but kind of aggressive for an all-day theme. Yeah, especially if you weren't totally going for that. Do you ever feel like the more someone shows off online, the less happy they seem to be? We get it. You went to Bali. Hashtag take me back. <laughs> Truth. My Instagram feed currently consists of dreamy mid-century bungalows I can't afford and donkey videos. I've made my bed, Sarah. And you will lie in it. Have such a good day. Such a good day, that show that wants you to do just that. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hey, hey man. It's a big day today, Sarah. It's uh, it's actually, it's mid It's actually not Sunday. I don't know why It's I not Sunday, that. but it's a blue it's like a super thing. moon day, which is, is what it? actually makes sense to me because neither one of us, me and my dude, Elijah, have been sleeping well the last couple nights because this moon apparently Is it because pulls... you guys are werewolves? Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, the, the hair has spiked uh, every night around like, uh, 9 o'clock. <laughs> You're like, after night three of howling outside, we wondered if we were human after all. It must be the super blue moon. No, but seriously, I'm, I actually, I know that you take this stuff with a grain of salt even more than I do. But I will mm. say it makes sense when you think of how the moon pulls the ocean in the tides, yeah. it has to affect us on some level. I'm not saying it's made me have insomnia for the last two nights, but there is something to it that's physical, not astrological. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I <laughs> lunar patterns uh, yeah. do lots of things uh, to our Earth. I'm, I'm sure humans are affected on some level. Well, y'all, welcome to the show. Uh, the show that unpacks yeah. the absurdity hey. of everyday oh. life for your entertainment, life's cruel ironies. Oh. Full moons, joyous moments, and the bittersweetness of extreme adulting. Sarah Lane, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Heather. I uh, I was, I mean, for people who aren't involved in production, this will not be interesting to you, but I've been fooling around with this green screen 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way that you can, well, I don't Key know how in, like, this. graphics and stuff like that. Like, well, a lot yeah, of CGI. Yeah. I'm trying to use, like, not industry terms. I think everyone knows what a green screen is. Yeah. Um, and green screens can be, like, you know, super high tech or basically a piece of green fabric mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that you hang behind or yourself. Blue. Yeah, or blue. Yeah, or, in fact, you have other color options sure. now. Uh, green screen was just kind of, it was funny, my mom... Uh, she saw it the other day and she was like, oh, that's a different kind of green than I thought it would be. <laughs> and I was that's like, what so did cute. you think it would be? Like a forest like a, green yeah, or like an olive? Some sort of an icy green, <laughs> you know. It's a, it's a pretty standard, let's call it Kelly green. Yeah, totally. Um, but uh, I've been fooling around with that, just doing, you know, production she is knit. <laughs> Uh, Love it's it. been it's been kind of fun. I've had I've made some strides, Good. Um, and I've had some setbacks, as is always the case with anything hardware related. You've so, always liked to times. tinker with that stuff, though. I think it's it kind of keeps you busy. It keeps your mind busy, and it's like solving a problem. I, I kind of think it it helps <laughs> like, contribute to your happiness, Sarah. I I agree. Although, as you were explaining that, it's like I like flashed forward to forwarded to like. Me at 95 degrees, like, you know, Sarah needs to keep her mind, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Occupied. less feeble. Let's let's give her a green screen and keep <laughs> her around totally. you know, in her rest home, you know, for a few hours. Good totally. work, Ms. I Lane. love this. Good this work. is something I'm going to do for you what, way down the line. I'm going to try yeah. to try to make a note of that. Uh, but yeah, no, I think we have to keep our mind going. It's funny. I have this kind of push and pull thing situation right now where... I want it. I like being really busy. It's like I, I've been so busy since I've come home, and I, it's great because it keeps your mind occupied. You're accomplished. You know your your days go by quickly and they're full. But I'm so tired, you know. And I just want to slow. I want to slow the days down a little and like have a slow morning. But I know that once I do that, I'll be like, oh, where is everybody? You know, <laughs> it's like we just we we can't seem to be totally satisfied with uh, whatever's going on, you know? Grass it's is like happiness, pain. self-sabotage. Totally. <laughs> self-sabotage is, is this term is thing. that I mean, I, I know what it means, but I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Like, you know, why do I sometimes like think certain things into existence that I don't want to happen? Oh, totally. It's like I think that they're going to and then they do. Oh, 100%. self-sabotage going on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, it's funny because I was just talking to my sister about that yesterday because she goes, we had a really big day. Our Tuesdays are really big. We had to – we just had a slew of places to go and people to talk to to, like, set things straight, you know? And she just was mm. dreading it so much. And in the morning, the first thing she said was like, oh, today's going to be so horrible. Like, it's just going to be so hard and all this stuff. And it actually wasn't. It ended – and then at the end of the day, she was like – today wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And I was like, see, you know, you don't want to set yourself up for this horrible day. You have to try to stay positive about it, at least going in, because you don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. I I know what your sister's talking about. There are certain days where I wake up and I'm like, this day is going to suck. Yeah, especially when you can't get Wordle. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Don't even have time for Wordle. Yeah. God. Um, But... But even even those days that do suck, it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've woken up and been like, okay, let's do this. Like, s- at some point, 
I will get through it and mm-hmm. it will be the end of the day mm-hmm. and I can relax again. Exactly. And it always is. And you can watch and your then reality I go, shows and it's yeah. all good. I feel the same way. Sometimes it's this weird thing where it's like five o'clock rolls around. I'm coming in hot. It's just like been a crazy day. And then I forget, oh, wait a minute. It's now five. I can kind of like chill now. This is so nice, you know, and I get the white wine out of the refrigerator, pour a glass, and it's like, ooh, it's <laughs> yeah. all good. It's the you little know? unwindy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Last night, I was totally there with you around, I had gone, well, I had worked, mm-hmm. I had gone to the gym. It was probably about mm, maybe six. It's been really mm-hmm. hot here, so it's like poor Otis the dog just... Uh. He really can't be out between about 11 and 6 on days like this. It's like 95 degrees. The pavement's too hot. It's miserable for everybody. Or, you know, hairy. Like, like at least Otis has, like, short hair. He does. But because of that, he also doesn't tolerate heat that well. Mm. You know, you kind of, like, almost like you want him to have, like, a sun umbrella type thing. (laughs) He really, like, you know, he's panting. It's just, like, no good. I bet you can find one online. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just sort of like an umbrella that I strapped to him. Not weird. Totally. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was around 6 p.m. And mm-hmm. it was still hot. But it was like he had to go out. And it was it was one of those things where I was like, he has to go. Don't uh-huh. get comfortable. Just don't get comfortable. Okay, let's do it. You know, you can set your Apple Watch for an outdoor walk. Let's make it happen. Because, you know, it was finally shady enough. Yeah. And... The whole time I was like one foot in front of the other, Sarah, come on, you have to do this. And then Uh when you get home, you get to eat dinner and spread out, which (laughs) I did. And everything was fine. Good. Yeah. It's funny how we just never learn. The little, the little victories in life. Oh, it's all about the small victories. I'm constantly saying that. I feel like, do we turn into like these regurgitators of like these expressions as we get older? It's just like, I sometimes find myself. Well, we are kind of trite at this age, (laughs) you know? It happens. (laughs) I'm like, we just fall apart. I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, everyone's a unique snowflake, which we are. At the same time, sometimes we're kind of just machines. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. humans navigating this life of ours. Yep. Well, speaking of navigating life, uh, this actually doesn't apply to me totally because I don't live in San Francisco anymore. But, Heather, I thought we would pour out a little liquor for the downtown Nordstrom oh, that we, just closed at Westfield oh, it's Mall. so sad. I know. So for Sign anybody who's not... Read, gosh, I'll say for anybody who's not familiar, Westfield Mall is a mall chain. Uh, there are a lot of Westfields, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, San Francisco, this particular mall has gone through many incarnations. There used to be an Emporium Capwell there when I was a little kid. Wow, I don't know if I you remember that, that Heather, but a long time, yeah, I know. It has been some time. Uh, then it became Bloomingdale's Nordstrom had been there. At this particular mall for, I think it opened in like, I don't know. It was like mid 80s. And uh, uh, this mall is in what you would call sort of squarely the downtown uh, shopping district of San Francisco. Some people are familiar with Union Square. Yeah. It's right there. It's not far from there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, And big mall, real pretty. There's, when you're inside, it was sort of always a maze because there's like this big rotunda and the Mm -hmm. escalators are 
part of the rotunda. So you're going on an escalator that's going up almost like a like a windy snake. It's <laughs> it's unusual. It's unusual. Yeah, what are they gonna mall. do with that space? Well, the mall itself is being sold. So Westfield said a few months ago, uh, we're just gonna sell like this is not uh worth our while anymore mm-hmm. um a lot of mall stores had already closed and nordstrom announced they were closing nordstrom and bloomingdale's are sort of the two big department store anchors mm-hmm. of this mall as many malls have bloomingdale's as far as i know is still is still cranking it's a really nice bloomies uh but the nordstrom was sort of the it was the big store yeah it was the bigger store um, great shoe department. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and th- this particular mall was like over time, it got a movie theater down in the basement level where you kind of have your food court. It was a nice food court. Mm-hmm. It also had a Bristol farms, which is sort of an upscale grocery store. Yep. Like all of, you could kind of like live in that mall, which I used to cause I wasn't within walking distance for a few years mm-hmm. when I lived in that part of SF. I mean, I loved this mall. So the the closure of Nordstrom is sad, even though I don't go there anymore on any regular basis and it doesn't actually affect my life in any way. It's just sort of like end of an era type thing. Yep. But then as I was thinking about this, because San Francisco, uh, if you follow, I don't know, kind of <laughs> NIMBY type uh, news, uh, you know that San Francisco, depending on who you talk to, is uh, in worse shape than ever. Uh, the downtown area for sure has taken a hit. I mean, everyone I know who still lives there would would tell you the same thing. You have a lot of unused office space because a lot of people went remote during COVID, never came back. Um, there is, a, you know, a, a definite crime and homelessness problem, especially mm-hmm. in certain parts of San Francisco which is a small city, so everybody's on top of each other. So I think these things tend to really show up in certain cities more than others. However, last summer, so 2022, uh, I had been in Ohio for a wedding. And it was the wedding itself was in a small town, but it wasn't far from Cleveland. So that's where I flew into. And a friend of mine who we were both going to the wedding and sharing a rental car, we met in Cleveland the day before the wedding and just like kind of had some time to kill. And and I was like, I've never been to Cleveland before. You know, let's like, I don't know, check it out. And we um, and I like I had not packed the right jewelry for this wedding. So I was like, you know what, we'll just hit a mall downtown and I'll just buy something. You know, it'll take me five minutes. And so, uh, sure enough, we're downtown and we go into this mall, which is like the downtown mall. And it was so weird. (laughs) I've never been in a mall so strange. Now, I think this mall probably was hopping at one point. Mm -hmm. There were some stores open, but it was like not mall. You know, you kind of figure like maybe there's a Sears or a Macy's Mm -hmm. or I don't know, you know, like the list goes on of like. Things that are probably in there. Sure. I mean, at the very least, you get some sort of like Claire's where you could <laughs> buy like crappy jewelry or get your ears pierced or something, yeah. you know, or a t-shirt store. And it was like, there was a little bit of that, but it was mostly just sort of dead mm-hmm. and sad, 
with a lot of stores closed, you know, where they have like the iron gates in front of it kind of thing. Totally. And you had some kind of errant jewelers selling things kind of in the middle of the mall. It was so like we were like, what? where are we? Mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, it was a mall that once was. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's something so and, depressing. Yeah, I guess about... I kind of I'm, I'm just kind of thinking well, it's sort of sad uh, because I love a good mall. Yeah, there's something kind of depressing about an empty mall, like more so than other structures. Yeah, there. it's just, it's very echoey. Um, it's kind of apocalyptic and it's it's just strange. It's like, what do you put? It's kind of like, you know, a lot of these corporate buildings that are empty, you know, the, these office buildings, these tall, big, gargantuan like office buildings. What do you put in there if you don't have office you know people employees what do you put in there if you don't have shops how do you turn over a mall into something that will work for this day and age and so yeah it's a sign of the times for sure um and you know san francisco has been so pummeled uh since the pandemic even before so before that i mean i remember Uh the day when i knew i needed to leave again i was like it's i could tell that it was it was slipping and i wanted to move back to la this was probably what, 2012 or wait, 2015, something like that. Yeah, it just, I, I think. I think it was 2016 because you and I moved right around the same time. We it was did. Like right at the beginning of 2016. Yeah, we were both like, I think we're out of here. Yeah, I think we were, it was, we we both had really good jobs actually. And I, it was, it was a tough decision, I remember, but, um, but I just felt it in the air. It just wasn't, it wasn't the city that it used to be. And, you know, I'm sure it's great for people, you know, today. Um, I just think we were there at such in, uh, such a time. First dot-com boom, second dot-com boom. Just all of these really interesting times to live there. And maybe it, it just, in our eyes, it lost its luster. But maybe it has a luster for new people. I don't know. Um, I don't oh, really yeah. crave I mean, to go back there, but... I don't go... I mean, I'm currently about an hour north of san francisco by car and so it's 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 a hop skip and a jump but i don't really go into the city that often mostly because a lot of my friends don't live there anymore some of them do but a lot of them have have moved to other places so there is just i don't know i mean when i lived in a city uh la is another example but la is different because it's spread out and so it's just I don't know, like you don't like walk across L.A. to like Mm -mm. meet a friend in San Francisco. The city itself is not that big. No. I mean, there are a lot of hills, but hey, if you like a good incline, I mean, I walked across that city. I love a good incline. hundred times a year. I love walking Yeah, it was great. I mean, I kind of prefer walking Paris because it's really flat, but I but I do like a good hill. I used to ride my bike. I used to be a bike courier in San Francisco. I was a tough cookie back then. I don't think I could oh do my it God, now. Heather, I can't God. even imagine. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine either. Um, well, I was, I was, okay. So I was there for doing some work a few weeks ago. And um, I sort of got wrapped up with what I was doing, mm-hmm. which was uh, actually right in Union Square. Real nice office. <laughs> Probably got a deal on it. You know, <laughs> I think it would have been an extremely expensive lease, you know, back oh, in the sure. day. But anyway, I kind of was like, I wrapped with about an hour to kill before I really needed to get back on the road. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, l- let me just like, I don't know, drive around a little bit. Uh, driving around in SF has never bothered me. It, some people 
it's <laughs> they're not made for this. Yeah. Um, but I but I'm good at it. And you know, it's like it, just like drive past a couple places I lived, you know, back in the day, and just yeah. sort of like see if there's some heartstring tugs that happen. Sure. Um, and I, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was honestly there was a, a couple of my most recent places that I lived which were cool spots, um, but very, you know, kind of urban and gritty. You know, I drove by and I was like, I could never do this again. And it's not because I've gone all that soft, maybe a little, Mm -hmm. but it's more just like, it's so loud, you know, and they're like, you know, in certain areas, San Francisco is a very leafy green city. I mean, there's parks galore, but there's certain parts of it where you're like, we need more trees. You know, it's like big, wide streets. I'm talking about Soma Mm -hmm. uh, for you, Heather. But, you know, other people just say like there's just there are parts of it where you're like, this is just not pretty. Yeah. Um, And I don't need like the most lush garden in my life 24 seven. But uh, like I couldn't live there now. No, 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 no. I, I used either. to, and that's, you know, an era, and we closed that chapter, and I'm like, I would not do this again. You know, it's actually, it's really funny, because I, I kind of try to picture myself, and we talk about this a lot, about where is the ideal place to live, you know, and when I came back from my trip, I thought, oh, uh, I could make this my home base. I mean, why not? There's no perfect place. I wouldn't even imagine myself full-time, or at least home base, like in the center of a city now. I don't know if I... I'm there anymore. Like I think in my uh-huh. 30s, it was really exciting. It was the place to be. But I could just go to the city and visit and get my yayas out. And I think, yeah, the nature tip is 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 a good thing to lean into as you get older. Um, and I still don't want to. I don't want to be too sort of desensitized to the point where I don't even want to go back to civil, you know, back into civilization anymore. My dad got that way a little bit. He was like he'd start going back to the Bay Area as the years would go on. And he would just complain about how busy it was and the traffic and all these things. And I just want to stay somewhat nimble. I want to feel like I can I can, I can, travel and I can go to a variety of places and not feel like overly sensitive. I hear that. I hear that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss being, you know, I think uh, it's tough because, you know, I don't get excited about San Francisco anymore. Though I will say I I definitely get nostalgic because I lived in neighborhoods that were, you know, just sort of like the that quintessential San Francisco with the with the cable car. I lived in Russian Hill and Knob Hill. I remember and, that apartment. And Telegraph <laughs> you Hill. You hated that cable car. You oh, hated I did. that cable car. Oh, of car. course I did. But like the, you know. Because it's, it's loud. Yeah, of yeah. course. Well, that one in particular, I lived on Taylor Street also, which was far enough away you could just hear it in the distance. But that Green Street apartment was cool, but it was right on the cable car line, which I don't know what I was thinking. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, you know, times are, are, you got to kind of hold on and, uh, hold on for dear life this day and age. Uh, things change very quickly and <laughs> you just, you, you got to hold on. Uh, wise words from Heather Frank, y'all. <laughs> you just on. hold on for dear life. <laughs> things change. This is true. I, I know the feeling though, I uh, you know, you were, you mentioned your dad and I remember you saying that like, ah, uh, you know, my dad is, you know, he's, he's. He, by choice, is kind of on the outskirts of civilization, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and has 
you know, thoughts about, you know, being in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. And the other day I was talking to my mother um, because, uh, as I've mentioned before, like I grew up in the country. I mean, we didn't, we moved around a lot. So not every single place that we lived in had like a hundred acres of orchard around Uh us. But that was the house that we lived in for most of my childhood. Yeah. I would consider that my childhood, you know, experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, the town I grew up in, Sebastopol, California, is just, there. there is no urban part of it. Mm-hmm. It's It's a country town. Mm-hmm. But uh, I asked my mom the other day, like, why did we do, like, why? Because to me, it was very, very normal to live, like, really far out of town uh-huh. where your neighbors, I mean, they're your neighbors, but, like, you're not on top of each other at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, well, dad always wanted some land and you know he just didn't want to be around too many people I was like but you guys you lived like pretty far away from both of your jobs Mm -hmm. and like I was kind of far away from even school like my elementary school was like I mean I could walk if I walked for an hour yeah same you know but like no that we we were by design you had to like get in your car yeah. and drive everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of like, oh, well, if that's all you know, then that's really normal. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, <laughs> I could just live in town mm-hmm. and have all the stuff at my fingertips, which is funny because kind of what my mom does now. She's like, I would never live back out there again. Where I'm like, but why did you? Yeah. She's like, well, your dad liked it. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, um, he. you know, it's interesting. I don't know if I told you this, but when we were growing up in Los Gatos, my dad like bought a piece of land in Mendocino and he wanted, he always wanted to move mm. up there, build, you know, build a house on there. Um, but he was really uh, worried about, you know, leaving us and taking us out of the city. So he made the sacrifice for us, but I think his he always had his eye his sights on the country living. He likes a small yeah. town. I mean, Los Gatos used to be kind of more of a small town, like a little bit crunchier, a little bit um, you know, small market. Like you know, it's been built out over the years, obviously. Um, yeah. But but anyways, um, I I, <laughs> I want to uh, mention if y'all hear a cat snoring in the background, uh, my apologies. Yeah, my one of my. <laughs> I think they'll forgive you. <laughs> uh, my tuxedo yeah. cat Charlie Charles, um, Chooch the Mooch. He is quite a snorer, and as he's gotten older, he snores more now and the kind of louder. It's it's actually very cute in my in he's my an mind. Old man. He is. He's totally an old man. He's definitely getting rickety. I hate seeing it. He's. He's kind of, um, he kind of flops in my arms and, oh, I just, but I do want to talk about animals actually, um, but not the, the aging of my cat. Um, I, I saw, you know, I, I mentioned uh, throughout uh, the time that I was on the road on my trip that I saw a lot of uh, wildlife. Um, in fact, it was neat to come home to see the deer again. Um, there was a family of deer in the backyard, uh, two little babies like Bambi with the you know little spots and so cute. And they were just eating all my stuff. And you know what? I didn't even care. I was like, eat away. Um, you know, live here, hang out as long as you want. I'm such an animal sucker. Um, and uh, you know, we saw a lot of donkeys. You know, and and maybe maybe it's the, I don't know, maybe it's a a trend 
the donkey trend because I feel like all of a sudden um, my life is filled with donkey content. And I have a friend, a local friend who who has a little bit of a farm uh, up the road. Um, you know, she's got some sheep and goat and pony and, you know, she's got a couple uh, young kids and, um, you know, they have so many animals. They have like five dogs. I mean, it's crazy. I don't even, chickens, all the things. Um, and, you know, I always have these like fantasies about having more animals because I love animals so much. You know, I see a baby kangaroo in a film and I'm like, and I, you know, tell my boyfriend, go, can we get one? And, you know, I always have oh, yeah. some kind of like obsession with something. Oh, uh, I know that conversation where I'm like, can we get a mini pig? Yeah. And they're like, uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, it's funny. Like, so are the, you serious? Yeah. No, no. constantly. Like, I, I feel like I get this look. I get this hairy eyeball from my boyfriend because it's like, I have like, I have my descented skunk phase because supposedly they're great pets. And for a while I was, I was really Oh, I follow a couple those. of those on Instagram. Yeah, mm -hmm. same, same. Or like taking home the stranded dog, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I, I, you know, I have some land. I have nine acres. I, it's a blessing and a curse because it's, it's a lot of land to maintain. And it kind of, it kind of, um, I think it adds to my stress a little bit because how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have this one gardener who lives on site. She does a great job, um, but it's a lot for one person. And... You know, we've we've been a bit overgrown and I think when when we're a little more manicured, I feel a little less stressed because it's just it's kind of like having a clean house or cleaning out your closet. There's something that 
clears your, your head, you know? Um, and, um, so I thought, gosh, you know, I mean, maybe we should seriously consider getting some goats that can, you know, mow the lawn and, 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 and kind of keep sure. the land going. And I, like I said, there's a lot of people who have uh, farm animals up here. It's not weird. And a lot of people around here tell me you should get some goats, you should get some donkeys, um, you know, all these, all these, uh, these things. And, um, the woman, there was a, a friend of mine who came on our trip, part of our trip. It was a friend of the friend I was traveling with and she lives in Sonoma area and she has a farm. She has pigs. Uh, she has goats. She has like five dogs, all just all the animals you could ever oh, imagine. So it was really life. fun. Yeah. Totally dream, dream life. life. Um, talking to her about it. And she's so funny cause she's so cosmopolitan too. You know, when I first met her, you know, she was just so like, just, I don't know, just kind of like, you know, cool chick, just seemed like a city girl, but she has this huge <laughs> Didn't farm. seem like she wore overalls every day. No, we were in Paris yeah. though. So I guess, you know, she yeah. wasn't wearing like muddy boots or, or anything, but, um, long story short, lately my obsession has been donkeys. Um, uh, one of my friends up here is looking into actually getting some miniature donkeys. And we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, the fact that donkeys get really lonely and that you should get two of them because they, you know, they get really sad and lonely, which just breaks my heart even, even further. Um, mm -hmm. it, this idea was immediately vetoed, vetoed by my sister, um, and my boyfriend, of course, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I, one head. I know. Two right. One. Right. I think goats would probably be the first step because they're a little bit less, um, high maintenance. I think donkeys, you, you really need to fence them in. I'm doing some research. I have my friend, Lisa, you know, Lisa, who used to, uh, yeah. she does a lot of animal, uh, activism even now. And, um, we were talking a little bit about all the rules and regulations around donkeys. Like if you are going to foster or adopt a donkey, I love that there's all these rules and regulations because it forces them to be treated well. And if you're going to adopt them, then you have to do this or you're in big trouble. Um, and so been kind of reading over that stuff to see if it's even something that would be possible. We are on the ocean on the cliff, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the donkey thing might be a little like far reaching for a you place probably like this. have to be seriously think about kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I, it's just something I'm thinking about. Um, and I'm pretty sure I, I mean, y'all know about my dog obsession and, and one of these days I will be getting one. Um, but it's been contradictory to my need to leave and travel, which is why I haven't gotten one yet. I know I've been sort of a broken record about it, but I did run into my dream dog. Um, and it's a, let's it's, hear it. <laughs> it's a Mer Merimano Abruzzi's sheepdog. Okay. So it's some sort of Italian sheepdog. Yes. It's an Italian sheepdog. It's white, super fluffy. It was, I saw a puppy the other day and I just, my heart melted. I actually couldn't even finish my breakfast. I was like over, you know, taking pictures of it and petting it and talking to the owner and, oh, so adorable. <laughs> so that's my new obsession. Um, if y'all out there have any comments, um, please email us at hi at have such a good day.com or tell us about your current animal obsessions. I even saw the other day on some, my neighbor's property, like a little, um, gaggle of geese wa wandering around his lawn. It was so cute. I'm like, I would totally get some geese. I mean, 
hey, I'll, yeah, I'll name them. Are and, uh, they are. Yeah, but, that's true. But, 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 like, it's easy to say that. Uh, I used to go to this babysitter's house after school and, you know, again, country. She had a bunch of land, mm-hmm. a bunch of kids, like mm-hmm. all our parents. You know, we would have been latchkey kids otherwise. Sure. But our parents send a, sent us to her house. And um, she had geese. And, yeah, they would, like, bite us and chase us. And, I mean, we liked the geese. But yeah, I was always I, like, I, I know oh, yeah, geese are, like, not, like, docile creatures. No, they're like, kind of hardcore. They'll fuck you up. Yeah, I actually remember when I was a kid <laughs> – you know, we we lived in that adjacent town, Saratoga, when I was like a young a youngin, and my cousin uh, came over one day, and we lived near this sort of uh, wildlife area, and he got chased by a wild goose, and it was so scary, actually. Like I was I was younger than him, and it well, bit and him. they you know they're big, and once they start flapping, you're like. <laughs> Run. Yeah, totally. run. run for your life. <laughs> what is it even going to do? No one knows. Just run. They have oh, teeth. Gosh. I mean, they do. They have like the little spiky Do things. they have teeth? Well, they have I like a know. spiky. Um, I don't know much about what goes on under the bill know. of a goose or duck, to be anyway, honest. But I will say, before talk. we move on, Heather, um, there is... And I can send, I, I wish I had it handy, because uh, I don't. But uh, talking about donkeys, there is a donkey rescue mm-hmm. uh, that operates out of Israel mm-hmm. that um, I, you know, I got suckered in. But I mean, suckered in in a good way. Yeah. I now sponsor a donkey. Oh, good. I want to do that. You should yeah. send me the link. I will. I will. It's, um, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. You know what I mean? I know. Because yeah. you're going to hear a lot of stories where you're like, oh, gosh, things are really bad. Um, and sometimes I can't Ugh, handle it. I and, can't. Uh, other times I say, well, here's what I can do to help. Yeah, exactly. You know? You know, it's interesting so. when I saw, I told, I think I told you and I told the Discord crew that I saw the latest um, A24 horror movie. It's called Talk to Me. Very scary. Not for the faint of heart. But there's a scene in there with a... Um, a, a very clearly CGI kangaroo. I could not watch it. I knew it was CG. Like I knew that it wasn't real, but I had to close my eyes and and tell the person I was with to let me know when it was over. I've gotten mm-hmm. more and more sensitive. Like I really have. Like it's kind of it's kind of a problem because I think I just I I I don't know. I just have so much empathy uh, for animals and. It's. I think it's going to be a tough road ahead. You know, it's just going to get harder. But I could continue to sponsor, and you know, contribute to these good causes, and and uh, you know, do whatever I can. I guess. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll join the uh, join some kind of um, troop and start uh, traveling the world, saving animals. I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. I uh, I don't know. This is such a random donkey thing. Again, I. Didn't even know I had this much donkey content, but uh, <laughs> I went to a sort of an eco resort mm-hmm. in Mexico mm-hmm. many years ago. I mean, we're talking almost twenty years ago, and it was beautiful. And it was up a hill, and you had to like get there from a boat. You know, it was pretty it was hard to get to, mm-hmm. remote anyway. And once you even got to um, off the like like a dinghy with your luggage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Were you going to capsize? Maybe. <laughs> I 
you know, nobody's wearing like flotation devices. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when we got there, um, to go up the hill to mm-hmm. like, you know, get checked in was a pretty steep hill. I was like, we're good. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, well, we put all your luggage on our donkeys and the donkeys take the luggage up the hill, you know, so you can, you know, and even if for some reason, like you're tired or you have mobility issues, like the donkeys could also take you up the hill. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No. Um, and I remember like after being there, I think I was there for about a week, me and my my travel partner at the time and they were sort of like what like because i was like complaining about the donkeys you know i'm like the donkeys you know all they're doing is working they're going up these like very steep hills with people's like you know luggage Uh. with like uh, 20 pairs of shoes this was not the sort of resort that you would dress up as at so like okay fine but still people were coming from all over the world they had luggage. Yeah. It was heavy, yeah. you know? And I remember just being like, I don't like this. We need like a gondola. Mm-hmm. Like these people need to put a gondola, uh, you know, up the hill and have the donkeys just as like fun pets. Yeah. Not as workers. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway. Well, right. maybe Sarah, this is our, uh, I don't know, our later in life endeavor. There you go. Yeah. Donkey rescue. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of, you know, the past and the future, <laughs> uh, the other day, uh, for, in fact, it was yesterday, uh, cause the days all blend together, Heather, and I, I sure never know what do. day it is anymore. Um, I was researching this new Snapchat feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snapchat is, everyone knows who, what Snapchat is. It, it's not an, uh, app I've used for many years now. Not with any regularity. Sometimes I like check in, like see if there's, you know, some new feature or whatever. It has become more and more convoluted. I open it. And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. I hate this. I'm out of <laughs> yeah, here. Same. I know I get yeah. occasionally someone adding me on Snapchat. Like I get like a notification. I'm like, what? How is this? How? I don't understand. <laughs> right, right. Well, so back in, right around the time that you were talking about earlier of us moving to L.A., um, a good friend of mine, uh, also a friend of yours, uh, got a job at Snapchat Mm -hmm. and was running, you know, like product for Snapchat. And so I was like, not only just to like be like cool to him, Mm -hmm. but also just because it was still fun and different yeah. and somewhat new yeah, and all the kids loved it like I was using Snapchat a lot and after I don't know a couple of years I just forgot about it and haven't gone back uh it happens mm-hmm. too many social networks out there but because I was researching this new thing that Snapchat is doing which uh, it's sort of a long story but we talked about it on DTNS on uh August 29th, (laughs) Um, is a a thing called Dreams where the app wants to use artificial intelligence to like help you like get like the new Memoji, Mm -hmm. but like the AI version, Mm -hmm. you know, so you upload a bunch of photos of yourself, you know, kind of like facial recognition type thing. Yep. And then it like will like give you your like fantasy version of you, like blah, blah, blah. You can do this in other places, but this is what Snapchat is doing. Anyway, so I'm in there, and you have to go into the certain section called memories. 
uh, which I like, I like, I'm not like that tech illiterate. And I was flummoxed for like an hour. I'm like, where is it? I don't know. I'll just like press buttons and finally find my memories. Finally did. And weirdly, and this is, I think a lot of people probably have the, the same feeling as like, when you go back to a social network that is definitely like photo and video based, yeah. even if you've abandoned it, uh-huh. you know, a lot of that stuff still exists. Yeah. It's like this weird wasteland of like, you know, like you're like internet breadcrumbs. <laughs> and in my memories on Snapchat, I had all these like photos and videos from a pretty specific time, mm-hmm. like 2016 through let's say 2019 and and then you know my my activity completely dropped off Mm -hmm. but like there was an old boyfriend you know he showed up in there where I was like I don't even remember taking this video Mm -hmm. you know like whatever I mean (laughs) it's not a big deal but like oh yeah well it's funny I'll, I'll like come across some photos of snapchat filters and there's a few of us actually when we went to that hockey game uh, i don't know if you remember that but oh gosh <laughs> yeah that's really um, long ago yeah and i'll come across and i'll be like oh and i oh gosh like i'll delete them a lot of times because they're so i don't know they're just off- <laughs> unflattering they're un- well they're also like they're kind of off-putting i don't know they're uh, it's just it's it's of another time that is I don't know. I mean, I did work there for a stint and, um, you know, it was mostly for spectacles, uh, the the glasses, the camera glasses that they You're had You're talking about working at Snapchat. Yeah, I yeah. worked at Snapchat for a while. Um, but uh, but they, they're notorious for being confusing. I feel like their app is totally not intuitive. It never has been. Um, the spectacles was not intuitive. It was, it was hard to learn. I mean, it was definitely a learning curve. Um, but yeah, it's funny how it's like starting to feel dated. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I mean, I would, uh, you know, my experience with Snapchat, Snap as the company is Uh now, uh, you know, I just kind of stopped using it and it was, you know, partly because I just got fatigue and partly because I didn't really have a lot of people to like hang out with there mm-hmm. and it was like after a while how many funny face filters are we gonna send to each other it's like yeah you know diminishing returns I, I guess for me now you look at snapchat's numbers uh and they're through the roof uh in really? various markets around the world so so yeah I mean it's you know it's not like it's a uh a uh, a graveyard of any sense but when I was going through you know, just because I was like looking for this like new feature that I had to talk about a current feature uh, that uh, surfacing all these weird videos and and photos. And like I could I could tell, you know, that feeling where you're like, oh, I can tell what I was doing. Like I was trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. I was trying like, you know, like funny text at an angle, you know, that kind of stuff like but I don't actually remember doing this. 
Yeah. But here it is. Mm-hmm. Clear as day. That's me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of bizarre. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, some of those like, things are not on the like internet it, it, anymore, like, though. You, you would almost be like, oh, this seems like someone else. No, it was me. Yeah. You know, it's it funny because I remember those things popped up on the internet uh, years back, and now I can't find them. Just like old, I don't know, random images that you wish weren't on the internet, uh, and somehow they're gone, and I'm kind of happy about it. But uh, yeah, early internet days have uh, been flushed uh, somewhere in the back end. I don't know. Um, oh, I mean, and this is like, I mean, we we could talk about all sorts of like internet memory stuff that I do not appreciate. Mm-hmm. For example, sometimes uh, iOS photos being mm-hmm. like, remember this day? And I was like, uh, yeah, it was fun that day. Yeah. That was 12 years ago. And I hate that guy now. I still get a lot of people say, oh my God, the most amazing thing happened today. Um, this photo came up. I don't know how my phone knew that I was thinking about this moment in time. And it's like, I don't have the heart to say, eh, it's kind of random or like it's, it's this, you know, it was this day, however it's many years It's more like an ago. anniversary of like, yes, a year. Yeah. Maybe you were kind of subconsciously already thinking about it. Yes, exactly. That sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, um, talk, talk about like the antithesis of this conversation of like the non-social media element of life uh, and... This is very strange, Sarah. I I don't know what's happening, but um, okay. I'm I'm ready. I'm very much not a uh, joiner type person. What does what does that mean? Meaning I'm not. I don't join clubs. I've actually never really been a gym person either. Oh, um, right. Yeah. I'm kind of like I I have my things, and I'll go to yoga classes, and I'll I'll do do things. I've I've always wanted to be in a book club. I don't know why it seems so hard to get into one. Um, but I, I've never really been like much of a club person and, um, maybe it's just the group thing. I I'm kind of, I have a lot of individual, like very deep relationships with people. And I, I have mm-hmm. some groups of friends where it's like, I'm close, to, I'm really close to some of them. And then the other ones are kind of more in the distance, but we're still part of a group and, and, and that kind of thing. But I think for me, it's it's more of a kind of a one-on-one kind of situation. I I don't I I don't really know why I am not a club person. I can't really tell you why. I just never have been. But there's this private club here in town that my LA friends um, who are looking for real estate up here, and I see them a lot down you know down there. Um, they live in our old neighborhood, and they have been a member of the club up here because they're also a member of the Magic Castle in Los Angeles, which mm. probably a lot of you know about, um, and other various clubs in the world. Um, and so they've taken us there. You, you can't go unless you go with a member kind of thing. And I'm just like, eh, and that's kind of annoying. I, I, I don't need to be part of it. I'm happy to go just as a guest, no big deal. But then my sister brought it up the other day, like, this could be like a really fun thing to do just for maybe a short period of time. Just like, check it out. There's a lot of stuff, um, that I've learned over the course of the last couple months that it offers, um, this is a kind of a tough place to uh, get to know people. A lot of times you have to join clubs or you have to join groups to to meet people because everyone's really spread out. Everyone's kind of doing their own sure. thing. We're in our own bubbles. Yeah. And I, I've met a lot of girls like through my yoga classes. But for the most part, that's the world that I know of here. 
other than that, I, you know, I've met lawyers and the people for the business. Um, but this club, it kind of started to creep into my, my life since I've been back because we got invited there a couple times and I started to kind of warm up to the idea. Um, not just as like kind of a business thing where I can, they have these happy hours, um, you know, every Friday they have like really cool events. They have wine tasting, they have, um, you know, they have a pool where you, you can have lunch out by the pool. It's a rut. There's a restaurant, you know, bar, there's private rooms, um, where you can have meetings or you can just go with your laptop and you know, you can, you can go into a private room and like make yourself a drink, like at the bar, like you know, it's very, <laughs> it's very cool. It's very Sounds adult. Fun. It's it's very, yeah. very adult. It used to be a men's club. So just imagine it's, it's, there's not a lot of photographs of it online um, because they, they kind of don't want you to take photographs and put it on social media because it's oh, a private that's experience. That's what every private club does. Exactly. And so the thing they that I like about it. They want to make it seem so cool. I know. I agree. So it's a huge gingerbread Victorian and it, and it's always been a little hmm. bit, I wouldn't call it gothic but it has like it's a darker green and it's one of those very ornate very historic victorians it's beautiful i mean it's right on the water um and you know it's kind of weirdly growing on me and i got a tour like a year or two ago and i was kind of like eh, yeah i don't know um but it has sort of this adult vibe to it you kind of have to dress up a little it's not like fancy fancy but it's kind of sharp casual you know you don't want to wear like flip-flops and a t-shirt um, but you have access to other, other clubs in the world. Like you can go to Magic Castle, which I plan to do in the coming months. Have you have you not been? I have. I went once uh, years you, ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I went once. I thought it was the best night of it's my life. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I have a friend so whose kid is like 11 uh, who really wants to go. So I'm going to take them. But oh, yeah. the thing that's cool that's is so yesterday we had our initiation. We had they They – you know, had us there for lunch. It was really nice and very, it felt very special. You know, it was, you can get involved in a lot of different groups um, in this club. They, they have a lot of uh, cool events, like stuff that's very, um, you know, giving back to the community and that kind of thing. So I'm like, I might get involved in some of these things. Um, and um, yeah, so we were, we were members. We're members, we're members for a year. We're going to start it out for a year, see how it goes. But what I love about it is that, there are clubs all over the globe that I could go to because I have a membership to this club. And I, frankly, that to me is like the best perk because I don't know, like if I am cruising down to Pasadena or, um, you know, San Francisco, even there's several there and it's just kind of fun. Like you can just like kind of pop into this cool building. Usually it's a historic building, um, of some kind that's interesting. It kind of, kind of sounds like, uh, like in a way, like a, you know, when you fly a lot yeah. and you've got like, ooh, like a club lounge, mm -hmm. you exactly. know, at various airports, like, well, okay. I mean, you could live your life without that, but kind of nice. It's kind of just fun. I think it's fun for, my sister doesn't know anyone up here. She wants to be more integrated. It's kind of a businessy thing, but kind of a social thing. I can bring my friends who aren't members. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a fun little, I don't know, we're going to try it out. Anyway, just the, I guess the moral of the story is never underestimate yourself and things that you think, oh, you know, because, oh, I'm not a club person, but I'm just going to try it out. Try it. Try it on for size. Try it out. If you will. Try it out. Um, yeah. And yeah. And they, ha I mean, I mean they have clubs in Hong Kong. I mean, I'm talking like all over the world. It's pretty amazing.
So yeah, kind of a fun thing. I, I do not dislike a good club. Yeah, I, you like a good gym. I don't like the, I don't like things that are exclusive. It just is off-putting to me. I agree. But, um, but that's not what all clubs are. Mm-mm, you know, like Soho not. House is like, or I'm like, oh God, vomit. Yeah. But a lot of my friends belong to Soho mm-hmm. Houses and love them. Mm-hmm. So fine. Yeah, you know? exactly. You, you know, you, you find what works for you and to each kind of nice to have own. a place where you go, I can come, you know, I know what I'm getting, you know, might meet new people like that's all great. Yeah. Maybe it's a, it's a place for me to stop. Like it's a half an hour away. So it's a place for me to like stop in for lunch or do, do a little work in one of those private rooms. I could meet with like a new contractor and have a meet, you know, it's, I don't have an office away from home, you know? So in a way I can use it as like an office. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, Heather, what I also think is 100% are our patrons. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you like that segue? I love it. I always it was love really, it was really, really solid. Very clever. Um, yeah. Just to remind y'all, if you're already a patron, you know this, but if you're not, and you're listening to a free version of the show. Thank you. Welcome. Hope you liked it. Um, if you would like to uh, consider contributing to the show directly, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about how to do that. We've got a great community. We would love more of you. And, you know, it's just Heather and I. We're doing our thing. It's our private club of sorts. Oh, it really, is. It that is you're 100%. invited to. Oh, my God. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, we're like a small and mighty team. Have such a good day. Uh, but yeah, club. I like that, Sarah. It's a private little club. And you know who's in our club? Who's that? Our Discorders. In are, the... a little extra access. Yeah. Shout out to the Discorders. We love you, guys. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, we, uh, we would love more of you. Um, it's a great little fun safe space. It I is. call it like private club. Almost sounds, you know, it, uh, too. Don't exclusive. let it put you off. It's a fun. <laughs> it, we're we're a fun crew of a bunch of nice people. There are cats. There is weather. <laughs> there are donkeys. Uh, babies. We um, like to hash things out, and we travel stuff. We talk about movies. We hope that it helps hash things out for you too. Yeah, exactly. All the things. We help you along in life uh, as we help ourselves along in life. So, yeah. Well, that being said, there will be more juicy content to come uh, in about a week's time. But in the meantime, I'm going to go continue with my other job. And uh, please do that. And let us know what's going on with your donkey um, (laughs) adoption journey, Heather. Because, I mean, knowing you, (laughs) you could have a donkey next week. I don't know. Hey, man. I'm a little concerned that if someone handed me a donkey, I would not say no. (laughs) (laughs) And why should you? But uh, until episode 205. How about that, y'all? Oh, Remember yeah. when it was like one ninety nine? Like, ah, like yesterday. we're going, we're inching toward three hundred. Look we out, are. world! <laughs> Pretty <laughs> soon it'll be episode three hundred. Wow, crazy! Uh, until then, we hope you have such a good day. I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. Bye bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.